Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 50 of Good Hang. You thought we would be coming with lots of energy and yelling, but no, we're going classy with this one. Oh, we're going classy? I thought we were doing like epic trailer. Shit. Oh, we can do that too. Blah! In a world where movies are outlawed, TV is only for homos, a land of sadness of watching live theater, where podcasts rule the world, two assholes are changing the game. Welcome to Good Hang, episode 50, 50, 50! We did the exact same thing an hour and a half ago. Oh, there's the fucking dub again! Oh, shit. Episode 50 to Good Hang. Good Hang. Welcome, everybody. Oh, gosh, guys. Holy crap. It's been such a journey, and this episode, it's... it's we, we wanted this episode to be for you um, more so than any other ones. We read a lot of your things. We uh, re- look at a bunch... We open a bunch of gifts that we receive. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we also get into an interesting segment. Yeah. Where we turn the tables a little bit, John. What, what, what? So uh, instead of interviewing the guests that we've been so fortunate to have over the course of the last 50 episodes, we decided to ask them to ask us questions. Yeah, and we've had quite an eclectic group of guests on this show, so we get serious questions, silly questions, we get um, political questions, philosophical questions, and then Lyndon. (laughs) With a request that may or may not happen. Sure. Uh, Before that, we talked about what we've been up to lately. I I tell uh, Nathan about my second half of my New York trip. He's Nathan's been going crazy, working as, as usual, working up a storm. Can't wait for his new EP to come out. Just fuck so many things. So many things. And yeah, uh, this wouldn't be an episode of Good Hang if the two of us weren't super tired. So yeah. we give it to you. Yeah. It's one o'clock and I'm about to pass out on my microphone. This episode is brought to you by King Coil. Casper Mattresses. Is that their theme song? Yeah, I guess because Casper the Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> the friendly mattress. Oh, I, I wish we had a bed sponsor. I need a new bed. You think? I, I wouldn't mind having a new bed. I need new pillows, is what I need. Because like, I recently had, I recently got a new bed, and it was super. It was too soft. Too soft. Oh yeah, too soft is not the way to so, go. So like, what I've been doing for the last three weeks, I just turned the entire bed upside down. <laughs> so I've you're supposed s- to do that anyway, every once in a while. Well, for. Oh, but, yeah. but, but see, like, it's because the top of it is soft and the bottom, and the bottom of it is the hard, so you're just using the... <laughs> so okay, I, you're not supposed to do that. I turned it around and I'm just using, like, the flat back of the mattress as That's a bed. That's crazy. It's comfortable. My back hasn't hurt it as much. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> st- more stories like that coming up in this very special episode of Good Hang. Episode 50. Just for you. Just for you. Come out. Listen to it. I feel like this episode needs a proper introduction. You think so? I mean, it, it, today feels kind of like ceremonial, no? So you think we shouldn't do a cold open? We should do a hot open? We should do it maybe like a lukewarm open. A lukewarm yeah, open. Like about 34, 35 degrees about there. A nice temperature, like a nice warm embrace. Oh, Fahrenheit. Degrees. 
Celsius? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> this is a great start. There's the mess over there. I, I swear to God, I'm gone for one month and you guys are doing <laughs> shit. My yeah, mic keeps dropping. I'm yeah, a mess. Your, your dog is running all over rampant shit. Yeah, man. You, Wait, keep, th- you, you keep this place in check. Isn't 34 degrees unbearably hot? 34 degrees Celsius? Yeah. No, it's pretty warm. Yeah. Like... I, no, isn't like twenty? Like, no, no, like okay, like forty degrees Celsius is like a hot tub. Forty degrees is like a nice hot tub. Okay, what's the and then weight? fifty is like unbearable. What's the weather been lately? Oh, uh, forty. See, that's the one thing. Like in general, I believe the metric system is good, yeah. but when it comes to temperature, it's a little, it's a little iffy. It's a little iffy. But um, the the temperature's <laughs> been around. <laughs> the temperature's been around like the high thirties. Right. That I know for sure. Um. But it's been a shit show, dude. It's been a shit show. It's been so freaking hot. Like, I just came back from Indonesia. Mm. And Indonesia is notorious for just having, like, the wettest, heaviest air because mm-hmm. of pollution and all that. And it's hot. And it dude, can't trap the shit in. But Singapore is worse and if or just as bad. I don't know. Like, it's just kind of like, it's 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 a lot. Like, it really hit home when I was on the plane and I was looking at the little map that they have of the plane where the fuck yeah, it is. I'm yeah. like, they're like, there's the map, there's Singapore, Malaysia, and Jakarta, and whatever, and then there's the equator. I'm like, we are on We are on it. fucking equator. We are on it. We get more sun than anyone on the planet. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but... We're tied with everyone else on the fucking <laughs> equator. <laughs> fucking idiots who choose to live between the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn, like a bunch of idiots. Hey, man, at least we're guarded by other countries, so, you know, shit can't get to us. Tsunamis, like tsunamis. earthquakes. We're like, we're almost completely guarded by that. Like, Philippines, Malaysia, yeah. Indonesia, they it's take like a the buffer sh- zone. They take the shit for us. Yeah, and also, like, when we get rain, we get rain for, like, five minutes and it's done. Which is kind of annoying. In Singapore? Yeah. No. Or like, sometimes we get like a full day of rain. No? That's so rare. Like I don't remember the last time where it rained like the whole day. About four days ago. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, but that, even then, like even then you say whole day, but it was like f- four hours at most. Yeah, okay, five, six hours. I will say this though. Um, the heavy downpour. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, growing up in Singapore, you get really used to it. Heavy rain in Singapore is heavy rain. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like low visibility. Like the floor is white from like just the water splashing up. It's bigger than an yeah. average drop anywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. else. Yeah, and um, my first year in Boston, uh, there was a typhoon warning. Oh shit! And there was this typhoon warning going a hurricane around. Hurricane warning, it would be. Um, everyone was freaking out. They call it a typhoon for some reason. That's weird. But yeah, uh, they uh, everyone was freaking out. Supermarkets were cleared. Like. It was surreal to see, like, when you go to the supermarket, bottled water, all mm. gone. Bread, all gone. Eggs, all gone. You usually see that when it's a blizzard. The eggs aisle? The egg empty? aisle? The eggs it, it aisle. It was a mess. It was empty and broken eggs everywhere. It's almost <laughs> like a fight happened. Like a fucking riot. The rains it, are coming, save all the eggs. Yeah. So, like, I, I walk into the supermarket, Shaw's, in Boston, and it was like a scene out of The Last of Us, you know, like... Damn. Only in certain aisles. The canned food was untouched. And Which is ironic. Yeah, strangely enough. Yeah. It was but it was only like one two one, two days, you know. Mm. They predicted. But I was so curious because being from Singapore, you all you experience is sun and rain. Mm-hmm. And when you hear the words blizzard or typhoon or hail mm. or earthquakes, you're like, oh my god, I can't wait. You know, I'm the kind of guy that would step it's out exciting. just just to take a peek. It's you exciting. know. Take a peek, step out, you know, like uh dip my toes in the weather for a bit. If it's too overwhelming, then no. Mm. But I went out during this typhoon. And 
it was basically like a notch above Singapore's heavy rain. Ugh. Like it's a tiny little notch. Boring. But everyone was freaking out. No one was out. Like me and my friend were the only one, both Singaporeans, just walking outside, like playing on swing sets and shit. Just, just another day in the tropics. Just another day in the tropics. But like, I mean, but the thing is when your typhoon hits the Philippines, those are pretty hardcore. Those well. are pretty hardcore. I've yet yeah. to see a hardcore typhoon here. Like here, I feel like even when it rains, like Singapore, the winds never, yeah, never, the winds never really pick up no, here in Singapore. Singapore. It's impossible because we're guarded by we're guarded so many. by all, like, every, all the other fucking third world, <laughs> the other third, the actual third world Asian countries. <laughs> we're holding them back. The poor people are just protecting us. <laughs> just, they they yeah. bring us up. Yeah. We, they raise us up by, by us. Yeah. Standing on them. Well, shit. So much for no cold open. Oh, damn it. We did it again. <laughs> hey there, everybody. Welcome to episode... <gasps> 50! <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were going to prepare a thing for that. Doves. You're so talented. Doves. The doves are flying. Yeah. Oh, no. Hit the wall. All right, man. Dude. I... We did it. I don't know how to feel. We did it. I don't. Te- and technically, it's been like fifty-three episodes if you count like the book club, the short-lived book <laughs> sure. clubs, the short-lived. Um, I still want to bring that back. I haven't read a in book one in form or another. I have not read a book in. Oh, that's going to change pretty soon. Um, what else did we do that was trying to be different? We tried a book uh, club. The book club. We did. We did some holiday greetings, which you know, uh, don't yeah, really count. Obviously, uh, did we ever do a movie, movie thing? Things? No, that's what I want to do uh, next. Hey guys, let us know on Twitter. Would you like us to do a movie dedicated show? Yeah, that would be fun. No. No? no okay. It would, it would, it would. I, I secretly do want to do it, but I also want to make sure that there's an audience for it. I don't want to just yeah. do it and then it just floats Like, remember our old segment of uh, Check This Shit Out, Check the one without out, a yeah. song? Yeah. Like, I would be cool to have that be like a whole episode. Yeah. Each each thing, like, you check this out. Like, <clears throat> Yeah. It's a, it's it's a time commitment. I want to make sure if we are jumping into it, you guys let us know if you want to hear it. <clears throat> we will provide. Yep. It's like here's this movie. Check it out. Okay, you have one month to check it out. Yeah, man. Or a book. You have yeah. one month to check it out. But then we can shit, shit. We are at episode fifty. Fifty. I don't think I've ever gotten up to fifty in anything. Right. Let me think. Push ups. Uh, fifty dollars in my bank account. Sit ups. Sure. Push ups. I think I've got them to thirty at most. Sit ups. I. Six at most. Um, shots? Nope. I haven't done fifty shots in my life. No, nothing. Like, what have you gotten up to fifty or two in you've, your life? You've eaten fifty ramen noodles. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I've eaten fifty grains of rice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's that joke? The Mitch Helberg. Rice oh, yeah, is amazing yeah, yeah. if you want to eat a thousand of something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like we've mentioned before, that this podcast sometimes becomes like a measurement of time for us. Yep. John and I, and this is. 50 fucking weeks man yeah i cannot believe that we i didn't honestly when we started the show i didn't think we we're gonna go past like episode 25 i was like i didn't I, even think about it. i was just like whatever Let's see what I happens just, i just figured that the way things were going it was just kind of we wouldn't be going very long into this because you know we, we we put time into this and um i just didn't expect people to give a shit yeah you know Pe- and people I, give a shit i still don't know if that many people give a shit but eh. what's important is that the people that do matter to us exactly and i mean i was gonna say yeah i didn't think we were gonna go that long but we, we are here yeah because of you 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 yes you jacob and yes, you, Michael. And yes, you, Elizabeth. I just freaked three people out. 
Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> whitest people. <laughs> Three well. people are right now like going like, <laughs> my world. They're watching me. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, but guys, thank you very much for listening, for telling a friend, for subscribing, uh, leaving a review, sending us tweets, liking our Facebook page, all that or, fucking or nonsense. Or just quietly listening and or not participating yeah. at all. Because that's how I am with all of my other podcasts. Hey, man. We appreciate the passive listeners as well. Like I get surprised every once in a while when like people yeah. come up to me and tell Same. me, Oh, when's the next episode coming out? And I'll be like, I have never seen or heard from you in my life. Exactly. But thanks for listening. Yeah. Like, just when I, I mean, we're going to get into it. But like in New York, I met up with a friend who I hadn't seen in ages. Hey, Sean, shout out. And she was like, oh, this is so weird. You're walking next to me when usually you're just in my earbuds i was like what <laughs> you listen to my podcast yeah man so hey sean good but, luck with the move to la yeah but guys we do this for you we do um, it for you because and for us a little mostly, bit for mostly for you a little bit for us because you know podcasts do tend to be a little bit masturbatory um, indeed but for the most part uh you guys come to mind first and if we didn't think we could provide interesting content we wouldn't bother doing this week after week after week after week after Indeed. week after week after week after week after week coming so up, coming up with segments talking about them yeah so yeah it's awesome <laughs> but because of this because of you guys um this episode is dedicated to you more so than any other because in this episode we are going to read a lot of shit. Yeah. So this episode is almost going to be completely segmentless in the terms that there's no game time, there's no news, but we're going to read a lot of things. We re- we've received um, a bunch of questions from you guys. We've received gifts from you guys, like actual physical gifts. Mm-hmm. And just for this episode only, the 50th episode special, we are going to turn the tables. And instead of us interviewing the guests, what? the guests are going to interview us. Or they're going to ask us questions. They're going to ask us questions. So um, on the uh, the dais today, uh, we have Jeremiah Isaac. Dais? Dais. 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 Yes. Well, on the Dais. panel of, of celebrity guests that will be interviewing us this, right. t- on this episode, we have Jeremiah Isaac oh, of yeah. the Black History episode. Yeah. We have Joachim Gomez, 987DJ. DJ. We have D. Kosh. DJ. 98FM DJ and YouTuber. We have Lyndon Charles and Orfernell, Australian singer, songwriter, and actor. Fit Edgerin. We have Benjamin King, Sam Willower, and actor. Pretty hair. We have Andrew Mark Ong, also an actor currently in Falling. Autistic boy. And we have Chris Hems no Christopher <laughs> Kwong oh did Chris Hemsworth not get back to us no he didn't Son get back to bitch. us I texted him and he was just, he just busy busy man and we have a uh, Chris Kwong as well mindfucker the mindfucker um, uh, the, none of the girls replied me <laughs> none of the girls <laughs> they're like I'm too pretty to respond <laughs> thanks Inch thanks none, Sandra thanks D none of the girls replied um, I, maybe because it could have been because I kind of I crafted a message and I copied and pasted it. And yeah. you know how sometimes you can tell you when a see message that you just skip it. Yeah, like sometimes when you see that a message clearly yeah. copy and pasted, you yep. just kind of go like, Neh. Also, I think you don't know how a TLDR d- works. I don't. Yeah, you kind of misused it. Yeah, don't bother. It's that's too inside. <laughs> anyway, um, we have questions from all these wonderful guests. Uh, here's the catch: I have no idea what they're asking us. We've requested for them to send us questions, and we're going to play them live, so you and I will be listening to it for the first time along with the yeah. audience. Curious. So, with that, let's well, read some show. Uh, well, no? well, we should Go do that second. But first, man, we have, you and I have so much to catch up on. That is true. We have not done an episode in a while. In a month. I just saw that. It's a month since we did like, a proper episode. 
a month, and then a week after that, you drop me to the airport. Then a week after that, we did the New York episode. Then after that, it was Andrew. Now it's now. Oh, yeah. It has been a while, hasn't it? Last thing we talked about was the pastafarianism. I just looked on the website. That's well, crazy. the New York episode felt pretty proper. Yeah, that was pretty proper. good. But again, yeah. there was no segments again. We're so distracted. It felt proper. But we hear you, we hear you guys, by the way, being like, you guys are so aimless when you talk. Please bring back segments. And I promise you, episode 51 will be back to normal. Even though that's like, apparently that's our one-year episode that we're supposed to go crazy for, too. But whatever. It's easier to go crazy on 50. Yeah, it's much easier. To just learn. just so that when, we're, when we get to episode like 80 or whatever, or 85, people will go like, oh, I wonder what they did for episode episode 50 yeah so with that what you been up to when you see your bud and want to know what's new you just gotta ask hey buddy you been up to man i have so much to talk about well first of all i mean i guess i gotta finish up the second half of my new york trip um fuck man new york's the best i don't like you it's the best (laughs) it's the best um all told uh i watched 20 improv shows oh. 20 and i was there for like 14 days and how many theater plays and uh, i saw two musicals and that straight play i was telling you about uh when the the, the fucking alice in wonderland the thing walking I was around about. thing but did i have to tell you about the two music i hadn't watched the musicals yet when i spoke to no. you last time okay so i watched something rotten okay no idea which was is. super fun it's like uh a, a musical about the creation of musicals Oh, set in Shakespearean time, but it's very funny. It's very farcical. Ah. Um, it's cool. There's a lot of inside Shakespeare jokes, a lot of inside musical jokes. Was it almost like a review? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It's it was just like it's like these characters. Uh, these two characters are the Bottom brothers, Nick right. and Nigel Bottom, mm-hmm. and they're rivals with Shakespeare. And then they write the first musical. It's it's, it's funny. It's worth a good listen. Very good cast. Christian Borle. No Christian Borle. No idea. He was uh, in Christian Bale's slightly special cousin. Get out of my lights! <laughs> You're trashing my lights. Um, he, no, no, no. Uh, Christian Borle is from. He's the main guy in Legally Blonde. Ah, uh, uh, He did that. Too. He's huge. He's he's awesome. And Brian Darcy James. He's huge. Brian Darcy James was yeah. uh, Shrek. Tons of shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was a great musical. A uh, great show. Uh, then I also watched. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, I watched Fun Home, oh. which I will bet you $100 will be coming to our shores next year or the year after via Pandemonium. I watched the show. I'm like, this is a pand- this got Pandemonium all over it. Have I- L- listeners, you heard it here now. Pandemonium 2017 or 2018, Fun Home, the musical. Yeah, I think that's going to be it. I- I've heard of the show. Mm-hmm. It's about um, a, it's based on a comic book. Yeah. Um, a a young girl growing up uh, struggling with her sexuality and it so happens that her father also happens to be struggling with it as well. Yep. I've I've listened to the soundtrack. It's good. I don't know a lot of the show but I've listened to the soundtrack and music's beautiful. Jeez. And, I, uh, and if Pang Demonium brings it in. We didn't talk about this in the podcast because no, when we talked about it. I think maybe we, you and I just talked about it yeah. like but in if, real life. But if Pandemonium does bring it in I am very down. Tell you man it's got Pandemonium written all over it. All over it. Yeah. There's no like Abby, if they do bring it in, I'm like who would you play? I mean, there's only one role you could play, and that's kind of a weird role. Me for you to play? Oh, well, doesn't suit you. I'm already in a thing next year, so yeah, you're in lots of things. Exclusive, yes. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm going to be in a musical next year. Exclusive, um, exclusive. I don't know if I can talk about anything yet, though. But you know, we'll... are you? Allowed to, it's it's relative. That one's relatively well. 
I just don't think it's relevant because nothing about it is out yet. Mm. So even if I said something, it's just going to be like, huh? Uh, what's that? Yeah. But um, we'll talk about it eventually. Yeah, we'll, but, get yeah. There. we'll get there. But but yeah, so I saw that. But mostly it was all about the improv shows. And that's kind of almost what I want to talk about this week. That's what's been on my mind a lot. A is, lot of improv. Because I've been doing a lot of improv. I've performed in two very important shows and just the power of improv. I'll get into that in a sec. But before I do, I have some stuff to give you, buddy. Oh, no. Happy 50th episode. Ah, shit. <laughs> Here's the thing you told me to buy. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, I mean, I was going to pay you for this. So yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> you, you, let's just say you already did. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. So oh, what, just, Na- yes, what Nathan just, holds in his hand now just is... Gave, I just realized we weren't being yeah. good podcasters. He has given me uh, the... I don't know what you call this. like Hamilton, the, the revolution. The compendium. It's the tome of Hamilton. Compendium of Hamilton. Yep, it's some behind-the-scenes stories, but mostly it's the complete script with footnotes by Lin-Manuel Miranda himself. A lot of juicy stuff in there. It's like a Bible. It's like a Bible. Yeah. But before we go forward, I want to give a shout-out to new listeners. Uh, Nat, the, at the Mad Hatter on Twitter, at Guina, at Friendsby. All these people apparently are like the Shamilton group. Apparently that's Singaporean Hamilton fans. They found us on Twitter somehow. Okay. Yeah. And I would, oh yeah, I promise I told him the story about, there's a picture of me and David Deeks. You, I just wrote it to you, right? Yeah. So like, um, so, uh, long-term listeners of the show will know that I actually shot the, sh- shot the show. I saw the show. You shot a show. I shot her. I saw Hamilton last year in July. So I last trip, not this trip. And, uh, um, early adopter. I've, yeah. I, I saw it the week you came out, bro. Anyway, um, <laughs> but this time around, I was having dinner with some cousins who happened to be in town as well. They're from the Philippines yeah. and the niece, the oldest girl. She's really into musicals. Mm. And, like, I'm the only one in my family that's really far artistic. So, anytime anyone in my family shows an artistic flair, I try to culture them. Yeah, you fucking light up, right? Yeah, I light I, up. I, I and I try the to, like, way. oh my God, birds of a feather. And then I try, one like, more. I try to guide them. Join me. So, we were having dinner in Times Square. Join the dark Join side. The, you will know the power of a paintbrush. You will know the magic of musical theater, Jedi. You will live not for money, but for applause. You will. Dance, Mr. Potter. Dance, monkey, dance, <laughs> Mr. Potter. Anyway, uh, have you had, have you eaten at Carmine's in Times Square? Yes, that's the only thing worth eating in Times Square. That place is amazing. It's an Italian joint, yep, right? Yep, giant fucking bowls of pasta, giant plates of meat, and we had dinner there, and it was the greatest. That uh, was the first dinner I had on my most memorable first ever trip to New York City. This is with your acapella group, right? No, 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 no. no. Oh. This was before. This was like my first like proper impression of new york city when i went when i was uh 16 or 17 mm. or something like that but i remember meeting up with my brother who was studying in la at that time and we went to this random place called carmine's and i ordered a pasta vongole that was made with oh my god i had that with red sauce oh i had white sauce Ooh. but it was so good it was fucking the clams were super plump it was right tight man so good. no i just never had like red vongole before it was red it was like with mm. some kind of marinara with mm-hmm. wine mm-hmm. And it blew my dick off, man. It was so... Like, till this day, I create... Like, every time I go back to New York, I want to try to go back there, but it's always such a long wait. And to get a table... Oh, it's not so bad. Well, I mean, if you're going with one or two people, it's fine. But But you have to go with a bunch of people. The last few times I went to New York was with a bigger group, so it was very hard to organize. Right. But, yeah. But, like, okay. Like, because... Not to get too far off trap. Talk yes. about Carmine's. Um, Carm- like, one thing I knew in this trip, like, I knew what I wanted to get was, like, I wanted, like, old-school Italian-American food. Mm. And this delivered, and then some. It's, like, huge... I don't know if you call it even plates. It's platters of pasta. Like Sharing You, sharing you have to share. Everything is yeah. good. Every dish you order is, like, for four people. Yeah. And then we got... 
Uh, we got the linguine vongole with white sauce. And then we got uh, veal marsala. We got meatballs on the side. It was so fucking good, calamari. Oh, like the giant Italian meatballs? Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. The biggest your head. It, no, they weren't that big, but they were delicious. Guys, it is... <coughs> what time is it now? It's it's 11... What time is it? 12? 12.18. It's 12.18. I am having, like, the midnight munchies. Uh-oh. And I hate you for all that. Yep. And I'm not even done yet. <clears throat> um, and then, so after that, so I'm with my cousin, who's... And my one... His his daughter, which is my cousin once removed on my mother's side. Uh, and we were, like, we were just talking Broadway. And they had just watched something rotten. I was watching it the next day. We talked about that. Mm. And then I was like, hey, let's go walk around the theaters. Uh, this was like at 1030 at night or whatever. And then we were walking past Hamilton. And like, the, obviously, they couldn't get tickets. No one can get tickets. But I was like, oh, shit. The crowds are forming outside the um, outside the stage door. Let's go let's hang out for a bit. The Richard Rogers Theater. <laughs> exactly. And we waited maybe two minutes just standing there. And then, boom, David Diggs comes out. Just uh, casually walking out. Just actually, Actually, Oak came out first. But he didn't go through the stage. He went through a different door. He disappeared. And he had a longboard. He had a longboard on his back. Yeah. And then, uh, so Oak came out of there. And then uh, David Diggs came out. And dude, I that guy hit every single person in that line. Yeah. He didn't miss anyone. He took a photo with whoever wanted. He signed everything. It, it took him about 30 minutes. I know because I waited at the end of the line. I was yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I didn't watch the show. So if I'm going to, and Let's I usually, be fair. yeah, because yeah, usually me, when I meet someone like that, it's, I, I always get weird because I don't like the star thing. I always, anyway, I, I don't like to like do that. So I I'd feel say, the same way. I, I always feel like I'm imposing upon yeah. people. Like I, I don't think I have ever taken a photo with a celebrity except yeah. for Ben Folds because that one I kind of just had to. Um, but I've, and Nelly Mackay. But other than that, <laughs> nobody. Because I just always kind of feel like I'm imposing on your yeah, yeah. life. I mean, I kind of just... I, I do... Like, in this whole part... And this sounds stupid. But I feel like almost... I wish I was on... Not their level. But I wish I was a peer. So mm. I don't like the dynamic of being... Uh, it's weird. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But anyway. But I, I always do what I feel like I would want if I was in their position. I just yeah. go... I shook his hand. I said, your work means a lot to me. Thank you so much. But then I was dick. like... <laughs> I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Come on, laugh I hit. <laughs> laugh that dick. Um, no, 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 and then I was just like, oh, but then I was like, oh, I want to take a photo. Okay, I'll take a photo. I just, it, I just for the first time, I just, I felt like you I had to, you had to. to. Oh, I want to share it with the good people of Good Hangland. Yeah, no, and, but see, here's the thing. Like when I say I feel like I'm imposing on people, I know in the back of my mind that you're not really you're not. like. They're happy to do it. Exactly, generally. exactly. Because I'm happy to do it. And whenever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever, like people, me too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Whenever the five moments it's happened in my life. <laughs> whenever people like say, "Oh, can I take a picture?" Like, why the fuck not? You know, it yeah. takes five seconds in my life. Yeah. Maybe sometimes fifteen if you want to chat for a bit. But, but you know, it, it's it's not a a bad trade off at all. You yeah. know, like five seconds for like a memory. It's nice yeah. for both people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and you know. So now he's always gonna remember. Oh, this Filipino looking dude came up to me and said, I'm sure "My he's shit gonna, means a lot." To I'm sure, him. he's gonna remember forever. In this, in a small way, he he might not remember your face, but in a small way, that stays with him. Man. I believe. I, I, I hope so. Probably not. And then the next day, the Tony Awards came out. They were, and oh yeah, and then Christopher Jackson came out too. Same thing, hit every single person in line. I was like, it's the black first president, not the first black president. There's a difference. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, I took photos with them, and they were both really nice. And they were very cool. Aww. Did you know that uh, Christopher Jackson and Lin Manuel Miranda have an improv rap show? No idea, but it's I'm not a, surprised. It's available online. It's called um, Freestyle Love Supreme. It's awesome. Well, there you go, guys. Check that uh, out. In the show notes, I'm going to put some stuff on you from YouTube clips of this amazing, amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that down my computer before I get uh, But other things from New York. Um, the second half, son of a bitch. 
Uh, the other uh, other half report. I also I was the cousin I was staying with. He works at BuzzFeed. Ooh. Yeah, he's like the head of video productions in the new in New York. Yeah. Um, and he working at BuzzFeed's pretty fucking cool. I would think so. They do get, a lot of good stuff. I mean, like I know the video department is separated into like mm-hmm. BuzzFeed Blue, BuzzFeed Main, BuzzFeed Yellow. Yeah. And all these what like I don't know what because I, I think each category I think yellow like it's like Reds on LA or something whatever anyway or they it's different subject matter right I think so yeah. I'm not sure how they do it. but anyway yeah. he toured me around he showed me where Tasty is shot you know Tasty no Tasty is that thing where they like to put, put quick recipes together and they fucking they blow your mind oh like those Facebook videos that yep. say like, oh, okay that's all it. them yeah, yeah, I yeah. met the guy who does that and he's yeah. like a 19 year old Columbia student makes sense. who has a full time job and a full time student the fucking asshole makes sense Asian dude of course and anyway um so BuzzFeed just gets stuff sent to them so I've got a bunch of free books. <laughs> Just like random books. I was like, oh, maybe this looks interesting. They also get sent like, and they're all advanced copies, right? So you just stole your cousin's shit. No, he told, no, he, they told me to totally <laughs> take them. They're just, like, they can't give stuff away. They have like vending machines that are free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just fucking get like, there's like carrots and hummus right there. You just take it and like, they have Coke machines that you can just get from and whatever. It's like Disneyland, but cheap. But they also get free food that they get to try out. So Nathan. Uh-oh. Here is a special Pop-Tart. Oh no! Of a flavor that hasn't been released it's, yet. It's not even in a box. <laughs> it was in a box, but I only took two. All right, okay. took one. Am I supposed to do like a live taste? I guess we could this? do a live taste test. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Or do you want to just jump into it? Let's 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 guess it. Let's guess it. Let's guess I know it. what it is, but let's see if Nathan can guess it. Okay. I actually haven't seen him yet or tried it yet, so I'm curious to try it. So I'm opening this package. Let's see what uh, it looks like. The if you've never seen a pop tart before, guys, it's basically imagine a giant biscuit. With frosting on it. Everyone knows what a fucking pop tart is. And it's is. filled with jam. Well, they, they don't really do it in Singapore. Okay, so... So what do we have? What do we, let's describe the flavor. By sight. Okay, by sight, it looks like a giant graham cracker with white frosting and bacon bits on top of it. It looks like bacon's on top. Yeah, it really does. Bacon bits and like a weird red jam. So smells good. It smells like what it is because I know what it is. Let me try it. I'm going to try it. What is it? These things were always too sweet for me. Mm. Hmm. What are you getting? I'm getting confused. It's just kind of sugar. Yeah, it's kind of just sugar. I'm not getting... It smells like what it is. It doesn't quite taste like what it is. Smell it again. Smell it. Cinnamon. Root beer. Ah! Like, it clicks. So, this is, there was root beer and there was, like, orange soda. Those are the trial flavors that I don't know if it'll ever hit the market, but, man, we tried it here and good has Good hang live. Taste test. I mean... A visual element would have helped. We'll take a picture of it yeah. and we'll put it on Twitter. But I'm not done giving you stuff. It tastes like root beer. Yeah. Once you say it, like it tastes like root beer. Yeah. Oh, were you? Did you ever have instant root beer growing up? No, but I did have root beer lollipops, which are my favorite thing. What's instant root beer? Okay, like powdered root beer, like Kool Aid root beer. So once upon a time, root beer. A and W's existed in Singapore. A and W, the restaurant. Yes. Before mm-hmm. you uh, chanced upon our shores when I was a child. I think oh, we had it in the same time in the Philippines. I think yeah. they went away around the same time too. Oh, for real. Mm-hmm. So when I was a wee child, there was an A and W not too far from where I live, like currently actually. Like it was gone around the year two thousand, right? Roughly around there. Yeah. Yeah. Same in the Philippines. Yeah. And for some reason, like a like a thing that they gave out at like children's birthday parties was mm-hmm. like an instant root beer, instant and it was just like beer. this powdered packet. Um. Imagine, like, have you ever had, like, redoxin tablets and shit? Uh, no, but I know what those are. Like, yeah. or, like, Baraka, or, like, yeah, the thing, yeah, yeah. yeah, you put it in water, it fizzes up, and it turns into orange. Mm-mm, Basically mm-mm. that, but root beer flavored. And, That's crazy. And with no nutritional value <laughs> <laughs> at all. And it was magical, because as a kid, soda was such a forbidden thing. 
So like, if I could just sneak a packet, it'll be like, yeah, mom will never know because you can't, you can't really like like pocket a can, you know, sure. pocket a bottle. But pa- you can. It's tablet. It was the size of like a salt a packet, uh, sure. a sugar packet. I know what you mean. So so it's like yeah. you would you take a plain glass of water, an uncarbonated glass of water, or do yeah. you have to use soda water? Mm, plain. It makes it makes the plain water soda water. Yeah. Wow, that's like, amazing. Like reduction. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. This is just all sugar. It also is just all sugar. I can't do that. Take that. I will put it back in the package. I'm not done giving mm. you actually sweet stuff. Oh, I no. also went as if um, I bought. This is like my main go-to for peasants. So I bought all everyone I like. I bought these. So here's that. Is it a ham? <laughs> it's a ham from Ham Milton. Nope, that's from the Upper West Side, 73rd Street. That's from Love. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me just describe right now. I heard that, but John just handed me a giant Ziploc bag with another. With another paper bag inside, <laughs> and it's like this—the weight of like a, a it's small fucking heavy. rock. Like you could kill someone with that thing. What? It's so shady, but it's not shady. It's like in a paper bag inside of. Ooh. It's because I had to freeze it. Like, See, don't try I, to take a bite into it; you'll crack your teeth. I feel like we need video for this. Holy shit! What is this? Is this a cookie? Yeah, it's a cookie. It okay. looks like a. Scone? It looks like one of those coffee bean scones. Yeah, it's huge. It's gigantic. It's the size of my entire hand. Go- Google this, dude. Or put it in Facebook. Uh, I think it's... Don't... It's frozen. <laughs> or is it, is it not cold? Because it's been out for a little bit. Yeah. But I dude, think... dude. No, no. Don't waste it. You have to put it in the oven. Trust me. Just, just a little bit. You can put it later. Just a little bit. No, dude. It's not the same. It's just one bite. It's not the same. I want to it, know. It's frozen. I want to know what cold is. All right. Go for it. This All is going right. to be awful. You're going to break your teeth. Mm. No. Mm. But wait till you taste that. You'll be like, oh, I wasted that one bite. No. This is from the Upper West Side. I'm, 70 the, guy, I'm the guy that... Likes it cold? Well... Likes it uncooked? I hate to admit this, but this afternoon when I came back from Jakarta, mm-hmm. I haven't had breakfast or lunch, came back home, opened the fridge. There was like a, um, a very cold Tupperware of like leftover duck. Oh. And I was like, ooh. And I just kind of ate it. In front of the fridge, like still for duck, stone cold. It what wasn't kind of duck, like roasted like, duck. Okay, like, but it was cold. Like Hong Kong. It was very cold and very like old. Well, anyway, just to kill the suspense, this is from Levon Bakery. These are like the most like I waited in line thirty minutes to get these fucking cookies. Wow, because like no matter what time of day, there's a line there. It's you could kill a man with one you of could these, kill a frozen one. Yeah, but the trick is you have to. And don't forget, you have to bake these for 15 minutes at 160 degrees. Go straight from the oven into the, uh, straight from the freezer into the oven. So, oh, okay, so oven, not microwave. Oven. No, it's gotta be oven. And then the, the middle gets nice and gooey. Dude, I'm telling you, it'll change you. Chocolate chip walnut, by the way. Don't give it to Daphne, she'll die. <laughs> you know what I w- kind of want to try? We want to try. Put it in the oven, and then cream. when it's like soft and all that, ice cream. No. Mush it till it's all flat and freeze it again, then I have more cookie. <laughs> I'll have so much cookie. You flatten it. Take a cookie cutter. <laughs> exactly. I'll have so much cookie. Because, guys, I cannot... Stay. Each one's about a pound. I can, yes. These like, are not cookies. These are scones that are very dense. The first time I, I got one of those, I ate a whole one by myself, and I felt fucking gross afterwards. I felt, like, sick. Yeah. Like, my head hurt. But it, that's why that's why I gave you only two. So like, <laughs> And last but not least, and this is to make up for my last trip to America... I wasn't able to get you the stuff you requested. I'm sorry, but I did get you a Twix bar. Oh, yay. It was the ones of four. Yep. 
I'm never opening this. Okay, well that defeats the purpose. No, it's it's like it's like it's like it's like a collectible cup. You know, you just leave it. Yeah, as sure. It is. Just put it up here. <laughs> Twix. It's so rare. You never see the four to go. Standard caramel. I dig it. Thanks so much, man. And I'm telling you, man, this tastes so much better than Twix here. I got you nothing. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't go anywhere. You went to Jakarta. You just said it. <laughs> For two days. You didn't give me anything Jakartan. You're not missing out. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I mentioned earlier that I did want to talk about infra, but we're killing so much time and we have so much to talk about. I will talk about it next week yeah, because so much. I, there's I, a I, lot of stuff yeah. going on in the improv community in Singapore, but I'll save it for next week. It's an exciting time. It is very much an exciting time. It's an exciting time. time for every form of art, I think. Indeed. From visual to performance to like dance. Like, like whatever. I will say this is that like okay, so the big thing that's coming up is the same Singapore Improv Festival. Uh, guys, check that out. It's in the show notes. I'll talk about it more next week. But just to highlight what Nathan's saying, on that day, we've got fucking the improv. We've got so obviously we have music gigs going on at the same time. We have a magic show. Damien Rice is in town that I'm missing. We have Pink Dot. It's a crazy weekend. But please come to improv because I it's gonna you. it's gonna be a good time. Man. Yeah, I mean, I had a great show the other day, and a couple of people went. But I'll talk about that more next week because right. so much to get to. Okay, what you been up to this week, dude? Uh this week's been a bit of a blur. <laughs> this whole my life's been a little bit of a blur. I've just kind of been doing thing after thing, right. and it's been a bit difficult to kind of chart it properly. But broad strokes, right. I've been working on the EP more and more, uh, getting. Like overlaying some tracks, making sure that it's going to be nice and ready ASAP. Awesome. Um, and then I came back from Jakarta after a bunch of gigs. Before that, I had a gig with the Blue Note Tokyo Jazz Orchestra. And that was... Blue Note Tokyo Jazz Orchestra. Yeah, so Blue Note Tokyo is like a jazz organization in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Like one of like the elite jazz, whatever. And this was basically an orchestra. Like imagine like how many a, pieces? Imagine a big band. So it's not an orchestra of strings and harps and shit. Imagine a big band plus like six more horns. Wow. It was a fucking amazing time, man. Like, it's just that when you're on stage with that many virtuosic mu- musicians, and it's it's just like you, you, you feel, you literally feel the music, like, in your feet, you know, mm. because it's just reverberating and, like, vibrating with, like, horns and brass and fucking everything, like, piano, drums, bass. It's going insane. It was electric, man. It was fucking electric. And I had a great time. Then after which I had a, uh, two TV gigs in Jakarta. Those are always a little bit nerve-wracking because whenever it comes to singing Indonesian songs, I freeze up a little bit. <laughs> like, I, I sing more than I perform, if that, makes, <laughs> if that makes any more sense. Like, I'm not really yeah. performing. I'm I just kind of, like, memorizing words. And even then, I'm not doing a good job at doing that. Um, but, yeah, I got to meet a bunch of the, the, the gang in Indonesia as well. That's great. But Shout a, out. But it was a fairly short trip, very hectic, just kind of like, oh, rehearsal, show, rehearsal, show, sleep. And <laughs> the worst part was that in my hotel room on the 43rd floor, the Wi-Fi was terrible. Oh, that's the worst thing? That was the worst thing because basically... I, do. Well, no, I had no phone card because I forgot to bring it. I don't know. I had no phone card, so I had no data on my phone. And then when I went back to the hotel room, I had no Wi-Fi. So basically, you, you had to sit alone with your thoughts. I had to sit alone and or watch hotel TV. My own sh- well, the hotel didn't have cable. Oh, yeah. So no, I was ghetto. I was very kind of just like stuck with myself. I mm. slept. I, I got nice amounts of sleep though. That's good. That's something you've been lacking. I hey think. man, the internet kills my sleep sometimes. Because sometimes, like, oh, you finish a long day of work, you're done at like you know one thirty. Oh, how about like half an hour of YouTube? Nope, you've 
fallen down a rabbit hole and you've done three hours of YouTube yep, and it's now that'll 4 a.m. happen. That'll happen. It happens more often than I care to admit. Um, but yeah, in general, it's just been a lot of performing, a lot of busyness, back in the saddle, really. Um, it's the kind of thing where like, I find this happens a lot for me, especially that when it rains, it pours kind of thing. Sure. Um, I think because I tend to have big bouts of nothing and then I say yes to everything and then it's just like, not stuff. Insane. <coughs> Are you okay, I, also got, I also got sick. Again. I've got a chest infection. Oh, goodness. It started in Singapore, and then it started as like a sore throat, like on the plane, I, on this plane over to New York. I was like, oh, fuck. Then I got a little bit better, and then I got really sick. Okay. You might want to get that checked out. The Zika virus has been going around quite a bit. <sighs> Fucking Zika virus. The Zika virus has been going on quite a bit, man. It's a little scary. I think right now I just have like root beer pop tarts stuck in my flu. Yeah, root beer pop tarts do not help a cough. Stuck in my flu. Uh, but yeah, other than that, my week's been pretty boring. Oh, uh, uh, I've been, <clears throat> I've been playing video games when I can. Me too. Like in those small pockets of time I have in between. Um, and, and I'll, I'll talk about this on a later day. Cause again, we have a lot to go to, but I played a little bit of Overwatch, mm-hmm. which guys, if you've played it, I know, you know, it's amazing and I cannot wait until it comes out. And I know you've been playing Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4. Which I know guys, if you've been playing, I, I, I finished it three days ago and I'm going through withdrawals. So I'm like, Oh, I need more Nathan Drake. I need to climb on things. I need to jump on things. I haven't finished it yet. Um, but it's Uncharted is always a great time for me. Like I, I grew up with the the game well no I grew up as a yeah I grew up with the games um and it was kind of like my affirmation that Xbox is not a thing that's taking over because I remember like when I was first getting like sort of not financially independent but like able to buy my own things mm. like one of my first purchases was a PS3 and I remember getting like Uncharted two on it. And just nice. having my mind. So you played two first. I played two first. Yeah, Correct. same. I never, I never went back to played one until yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I played two first, and um, it was just. I didn't know that um, that technology was could, was able to do this. Yeah, and I, I didn't know that my TV was able to do this. It was like, yep. holy shit, what's happening on the screen? I feel like I'm in a movie, <laughs> and it it was just amazing. Um, because because. Around that time, and there was a huge push of Xbox 360 mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and 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 I was kind of split. Like, oh, should I join the Xbox crowd because they have Halo and Gears of War and all these cool things coming out? Then no, I checked out the PS exclusive and charted, and it just changed everything. PlayStation for life. <laughs> yeah, um, but we'll talk about that when I finish so the game. So good. Yeah. So that was what I've been up to, and that is all for that segment. Guys, I cannot wait for this next one. Let's do it. Play the music. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask. Because we read your shit. Yes. Yes, we do have a lot of shit to read. All right. First of all, um, before we get to the special guest questions, I want to get to some stuff that we have from you. We have actual physical gifts. Some of what? them we, I've been holding on for a while, just kind of waiting to read it. We also have like a dozen or so tweets we have to get through. But yeah, okay, cool. We're, we'll pick the... The good ones. The good ones, yeah. They're uh, all so good, by the way. Just, just I have a letter here from Sarah that <gasps> I should have read ages ago, um, but I chose now to read it. Hey, John and Nathan... I got gifts for you guys Woo. because you guys are gifted. Oh, that <laughs> and happened. She, and she says, Haha, okay, puns. <laughs> Hope that you guys will enjoy these gifts from Korea. Oh, nice. They are brownies and face masks. 
For face masks, it is up to you to decide whether you want to be a bitch or a pussy. With love, Sarah. What does that mean? <laughs> well, the face masks are uh, here. They come in the guise of a oh, cat or a dog. It. And I, I've, I've, I used the dog already. Oh. It's pretty ugly. You used it already? Without me? One. I'm sorry. Um, no way, I'm gonna, this is going to be on Primo. I'm going to put this on. <laughs> That's what they want. But So thank you, Sarah, for that. Oh, thank you. Um, next oh, wait, up. wait, hold on. Since yes. you mentioned her, this is Sarah Chia. She tweeted at us. Let's, I think this might be a good way to do it. I think this might be a good way to do it. She asks us, any unforgettable moments during the recordings of the podcast? Hashtag SG50, hashtag Goodhang50, hashtag everything... Hey, hashtag, hashtag everything 50. <laughs> well, These are some unforgettable moments, I think, receiving stuff from you guys. Yeah, I mean, every time we get something, whether it be a tweet or like an actual gift or like, you know, fan art or whatever. Comment. It just kind of, it just warms my heart in a very special way because I I think the podcast audience, more so than any other audience that either of us possess, is a much more intimate one. It's a much more... Definitely. Um, yeah. And, and, and sometimes I don't know how to feel about it. Like, just now you mentioned that you you met up with somebody that listened to the podcast that you didn't know. I feel like, hashtag blessed. Yeah. I don't know about you. Sometimes people come up to me and say that, oh, I've been listening to your podcast. Or like, oh, I just started. Or like a friend will tell me that, oh, I have a friend that listens. And then like in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no way, dude. I get excited every time. I'm like, oh, now we have a bond. For me, it's Boom. more like, oh, the things that you know about me. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, super one-sided relationship. It's all good. <laughs> I just, it's, it's strange, but I, I love it. Like it, it, it excites me that we're giving something to you that's relevant. Yeah. Um, but unforgettable moments in the show other than receiving gifts. I mean, it's gotta be the fucking Christopher Kwong episode, man. Yeah. I mean, like, that, her, yeah, her question, a lot of people ask about that. Our favorite moments, our weirdest moments. I think, I think a lot of these questions on Twitter can be summed up by the Christopher Kwong episode. That magic, motherfucker. Magic happened. Guys, if you right, guys are listening, guys, if you're listening to the episode 50, just, you know, to check it out and you haven't heard the episode of Christopher Kwong, I recommend you check it out ASAP. Check it out right after you finish this episode because he does a magic trick that till this day, I just... Till forever. I, I will never know. And I love that I'll never know. And it, it was amazing. Magic happened in this room. There will be ghosts in it forever. Hmm, that's episode 45. Yeah, Check episode it out. 45. Check it out. He's got a show coming up pretty soon, by the way. He does have a show. Plug our friends. Um, well, if you guys are listening to this the day it comes out, he has a show on the 4th of June. So that... And 5th of June. Yeah, so you can check out his Facebook and all that for details. Um, but yeah, that was my moment. Do you have... That's mine too, man. Unforgettable, man. It's freaking yeah. Chris, man. But like, yeah. I will say that also, like, people when people make us stuff, whether it be drawings yeah. or, or videos, yeah. that stuff really warms my cockles. Yeah, my cockles are very cold. Yeah, and uh, I know, like, this will be a bit like strange because you were in no way a part of it. Yeah, but <laughs> I I personally really enjoyed my episode last week with Andrew because. I've never had like a proper, proper sit down with him before. Mm. We've hung out a bunch of times, but I've never really like sat down to really speak to him. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about this podcast. Even that's ongoing with you, dude. That's like what I feel too. Like I, I, of all my friends that I've had in all my life, I've never had a friend be like, every week we're going to meet up and yeah. talk. We have an excuse. <laughs> that's what to I do have it. with you, buddy. It's pretty cool. We have an excuse to do it. So, um, that was special to me. like, just to be able to just talk. Also, it was fucking silly and I loved it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let's move on to another Another gift. thing, wow. Well, I mean, okay, right now I'm currently wearing a hat. That That's a cool hat. Too small for me. Yeah. Um, from a listener, K. But you look like the guy from the movie. 
the, bro- the older brother. Is that why she gave this to me? I don't know, maybe. Well, it's it's a hat of Big Hero 6. Yeah, it's, it's Baymax's Baymax. face. Yeah. Oh, I fucking saw Baymax perform like three times when I was in New York. Scott Edsit, the guy who voices oh, oh, Baymax. Okay, Not okay, actual okay, Baymax. Okay. No, see, like... <laughs> I got confused because I went to a nightclub recently. Okay. And a man in an inflatable Baymax suit just came up from nowhere and started dancing with everybody. I'm sure he did. And the only thought that passed my mind was that, wow, if I was extremely drunk right now, I would be freaking the fuck out. <laughs> because you turn around and there's this giant Baymax thing that's just bouncing around the dance floor. Yeah. And it's trippy as hell. That's but you without glasses, see? I, no, no, I, the guy who voiced Baymax, Scott Adsit, who was on 30 Rock, yeah. a brilliant improviser. I saw him perform like three times. He was great. He's very good. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you, uh, Kay, for that hat for Nathan. Nothing for me. That's fine. That's fine. Well, she, she, came, oh, was she, she, she came from my show. That's fair enough. Um, but we have gifts from Brian. What the heck? So this, uh, these are personalized gifts from listener. Oh, rap they are. For listener Bryant. Um, I'm showing John the gifts right now. I haven't showed him all of it. I'm going to turn these gifts around and they're specially wrapped. We'll take photos of them so you can see, but bang. Oh my God. Thanks BB. Look at that. Oh, what, what's happening with my hair there? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, John. Wow. Take, that's so cool. Take a picture. So yeah. Here we go. Let's see here. Boom. Wait, oh crap. Great podcasting. Such good podcasting. A little closer. Bam. Okay. That's in the show notes. Okay. Uh, so that's I figured so cool. we'd open it live on air. So, my package has like a little thing. It's like a superhero themed thing with three panels. The first panel says, hello, welcome to the episode 52 of the Good Hang podcast. Take a close up. And 52, it's been a year already. And damn, I forgot to invite any guests for the first anniversary episode. Well, not true, Bryant, because technically we have like seven guests. on uh-huh. the um, So let's, what, what does your say, John? Mine says pretty much the same thing. Hello, welcome to episode 52 of Good Aim Podcast. It's been a year already. Crap, I forgot to buy any cakes. <laughs> Which, about cookies and Twix bars. You, you did, you did bring Let's a lot of sweets. Let's open it. You brought this a lot is such of cool wrapping paper. I feel like it's my birthday or Christmas. Aww. Oh, another shirt. I love it. The repeating patterns return. That's so cool. What did you oh, get? Oh, okay. So we got black and white t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Mine's black. Mine has Iron Man and Captain America on it. Mine's got like... the. This is cool because this is actually the 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 titles of comic books. in The, the original. Comic book oh, and the old Marvel logo. Yep. And it got Iron Man, Thor. This is so cool. We'll take pictures of these as well. So, you know... It's Uniqlo. You guys can take a look at that. This is um, cool. But yeah, thank you very much, Bryant, for the uh, really wonderful personalized gifts. Thanks, buddy. Um, and to everyone that has ever given us anything, we love you very much oh, for shit. it. <laughs> oh, okay. To everyone that's ever given us anything, we love you very much for it. And we we hope that you are here for the next 50 episodes. Yay. All right, Let's so. see if Barry tweeted us. I'm sure he did. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. BB. He goes, have you, <laughs> okay, he, uh, he, he asks us, Barry Bryant, at Barry Bryant says, have you ever gotten to a fight with, it, with each other since you started the podcast? If so, do you think it was the biggest obstacle? Have Ooh, we gotten to a fight? Drama. Yeah, man, I think you plug in for some drama, but I don't think we've gotten into any fights. No, not that no. I can remember. N- not on or off air. Um, w- I think John and I have a pretty good relationship where, like, it's, it's, there's, I don't know. I can't think of a source of conflict, really, because no. you're a pretty, like, straight and narrow guy, and yep. I'm a pretty, like, whatever the fuck kind of guy as well. So, it, it 
you know, that equates to just no drama, really. Pretty much. And I think we both work hard on this podcast, and we both have, we both, we, we vibe where we, we, uh, vibrate at the same frequency so also, we don't really fight about much also we have very separate lives I think that helps a lot that is true too in any relationship you want you want both people to have to, to be able to sustain themselves time together time apart kind of exactly thing. like I think like we'll hang out every uh, once a week to do the podcast and maybe once or twice a month we'll hang out to like watch a movie or do whatever but yeah but you're probably like the only, like the one person I've said the most words to in the last <laughs> easily year. easily <laughs> Said a lot of words to you, more so than my many own, words. More than my so own many mother. Words. Thanks for all that, Brian. We got yeah. anything else? Uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of tweets here. I actually have a tweet from uh, listener Joey. Hey, um, she's a new one. Yes, where it's she. She she tweeted us today saying, "I took the longest time to hear a Good Hang podcast <laughs> yeah. because I keep thinking it's only for iTunes users." And she posted a picture of her listening to episode, episode one, one titled Let's Do This, which came out on the 8th of June. Oh, so our anniversary is coming up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it came out on the 8th of June. And have you ever listened to any of the old episodes, like ever since we started? I nope. mean, sorry, ever since we've crossed like maybe like the 40 mark? No, no, no. I, I, I listened to the episode we recorded the week before, mostly to make sure nothing's too fucked up. Yeah. Mr. I leave. 12 minutes of blank space at the end of episodes and play music at the wrong times. Other than that, no, I haven't listened to the, I haven't listened to the first episode in ages. I have like, I'm genuinely curious, like to listen to me, like just one day, just check out episode six or eight or 10 or something, you know, and, and then we'll so have a commentary on. track of us listening to a podcast. Oh, that'd be a mess. They'd be like, what the fuck? So many words. It's messy enough. And just the two of us are talking. Thank you. Enjoy that ride, Joey. And Hey, if you're, if you, if you actually committed to listening to every episode, first of all, you crazy girl, I'd be scared of you. You crazy, but yeah. welcome. Well, you made it to episode 50. Yeah. Let's, let's get to one last tweet before we move on to the questions, uh, from the thing, thing, things. Um, we also, have, wait, I want to like highlight some new listeners cause uh, some of them are coming out of the woodwork here. Let's see here. Yeah. I saw. I just saw one. Let me show. Okay, uh, at Randy Moko asks at Good Hang Podcast. Define a friendship. Friendship, like philosophical and kind of beautiful. Define a friendship. Well, I was going to give a joke answer, but my brain isn't working well enough at twelve forty-seven a.m. But I think a friendship is one where. Um, it's just comfortable. You know, you shouldn't really feel pressure in any way when you're in any kind of friendship, like that you've that you need to live up to a certain expectation and do something like you both should be able to be very comfortable with each other and like just fucking hang, you yeah. know, I think more so than anything in a friendship, there can't be any kind of con- like, like subtext or any kind of drama. Cause like, I know too many people that like, they say that that person's their friend. And then like the next day they're talking behind their backs Ugh. And I I don't know if I like that very much. Yeah, that's not very cool. You know, um, even when sometimes it might not be like with vitriol, but they just kind of speak behind their backs because they they just want to talk about somebody. Yeah, and just be like, oh yeah, you know, sometimes he's kind of like, meh, meh, meh. you know, yeah. I'm I'm the wanker of this group, so I like to answer questions sometimes with a quote, and this is from Doctor Seuss, uh, and this and this is kind of like my thoughts on friendship. Uh, be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. No. So I think friendship is the first half of that where you can just be who you are and the people around you like make you feel awesome and you can feel comfortable and you're not on guard and you can yeah. just I don't know. I feel like like in a relationship, a relationship is serious is a good relationship. I'm talking about a, a boyfriend girlfriend scenario here is where you can fart in front of the other person when you're fucking. 
Kind of, and when you're fucking, but when you can <laughs> fart while you're fucking, that's another thing too. Ooh, that would just about being comfortable with someone. That would just be a mess of air pockets. That's fun. Yeah. So, um, funny. Let's let's get to one last tweet. Uh, here's one from uh, Star Rhapsody that says, "Add good hang podcast." Any moment that made you really emotional, like if you look back on this <laughs> in 50 years, that moment is what you'll remember of Good Hang. Um, uh, John, like Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth talking to Chris. I mean, Chrissy Hems. I mean, that's a that's a milestone in anybody's life. He's a dreamboat. Um, I don't know. Like, there's been a lot of lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, for, I for, think, yeah. I think. Okay, the one that I'll remember is like when we started first started having guests on. We had Inch on and listening to her talk and being able to bounce off with her and like that was a fun one for me that's one i'll remember for a while mm. just our first episode was pretty great too like recording the un- unreleased episodes are pretty fun too when we actually recorded my house we could we could release those in the one year anniversary one year yeah <laughs> dude you need to go to a doctor i'm dying um yeah maybe we'll release those during like after the one year anniversary or something yeah yeah um so I, I don't know if there's a particular moment that stands out, but in general, I, I, I catch myself thinking every once in a while, like in such a digital age where so much of our lives are documented, our grandkids, our children are going to have, are, they're going to get to see so much of our lives. <laughs> and I don't know how much of me is comfortable that one day my kids can find this, you know, like this is going to exist in perpetuity, I think, unless, yep. you know, like cybernet like kills all of us um but uh for the most part a lot of our brains and consciousness is currently up in the apple cloud or the itunes or the podcast cloud and to think that when i turn 65 i can listen back to episode 20 or something if you make it if i find if i'm 55 if you make it i'm 42 things can happen is all i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when I'm older and, you know, with child. Um, and, when you're pregnant. Yes. And like one day just decide, hey, like child. instead of looking at a photograph or instead of like um, uh, looking back at like um, a video on my on my space phone, you know, I can listen to a podcast that I, I did with um, my dead friend, John. I definitely and- would be <laughs> You're definitely going to outlive me. <laughs> And I live fast and loose. Yeah, and like a single tear will fall from my eye. And then you'll sing, When you are with me, <laughs> I'm free. Ah, throwback, episode four. I, I will sing that at your funeral. <laughs> you'll lock it down. When you are with my sacrifice. You have, okay, when I die, you have to sing a Creed song. That's locked in, that's in good hang, that's in the air. It's in the contract. If I die a year from now, a day from now, a month from now, <laughs> two weeks from now. And, like, I, and, I, and I can't even tell anybody I can't tell your family I can't tell your friends yeah, you I just go up there up. And you don't even give a speech you just go up there just bring a guitar and start singing <laughs> <laughs> I'm careless <laughs> I believe alright we have um, so much shit to get to let's get to it alright so as promised we are going to turn the tables a little bit and have the guests ask us a bunch of questions so um, I thought it would be a nice little um, way to start by maybe getting like a proper voice in this oh we're not going to go in order from like first guest onwards or whatever nah nah I can't really I can't be bothered but um, maybe let's let's have like a proper voice person do this well, so let's do it how about we start with the DJs DJ 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 so Sounds first good. off we have Joachim Gomez with his question let's see what he has to say reminder Neither of us have heard any of these. So it could possibly just be like 10 seconds of them like screaming and farting. (laughs) 
I didn't. That's give, so Joakim style. <laughs> I gave them no guidelines. So here we go from Joakim Gomez. Hello, Good Hang Podcast. Happy 50th episode. And as you know, I suck at the Rotten Tomatoes game. <laughs> so I have a challenge for Nathan as well as John. Ooh. Good Hang Podcast people. Challenge yourself with the Rotten Tomatoes game using Disney movies containing all seven Disney princesses. Okay. Oh, so he's, he's he's challenging us to a game. A game time! Wow. Okay, so should since, we save that for a? Well, no. Since we have limited since we have limited time, let's let's condense it to maybe uh, best out of three. Jokim, thank you very much for challenging us to a game because you suck at it. Um, <laughs> he's pretty bad, uh, he, he, but we love you. He did terribly. Um, three Disney princesses. Okay, so let's say Mulan. Okay. Uh, let's do the modern ones. Let's like nineties and above. Okay, Mulan. B and B, Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast, and Tangled, Curveball, Tangled. Ooh. Okay. okay, so Mulan. Air so B&B. not the most uh, <laughs> memorable of Disney Prince I. Hey man, that's a challenge because you know you know shit like Frozen probably has like ninety five percent. Okay, here. so I'm gonna write my scores. I'm, gonna down. Write, I'm writing mine down as well. Let's see. Mm. Again, good pod. <laughs> cool, it's cool it's cool don't just don't be too self-conscious man they're with us they're with it's us on the process tangled the tangled okay and i am currently done okay so i'm gonna look up these scores i'm not gonna touch my paper i'm gonna look i guess i'm are we wait are you look, you're looking at one by one one by one okay so for mulan john what do you have i put 82 82, I put 78. Ooh. The final score for Mulan is 86. <laughs> score one for John, zero for Nathan. So next up so we have... So it's just closest. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we just go by score. So Beauty and the Beast, your guess is? Uh, 94. And I guessed 84. The score is 93. <laughs> Fuck, I've I lost. <laughs> All right, but for so. shits and giggles, what's Tangled? What did you put? I put for 70%. T- I put 86 for Tangled. Okay, what is it? It is 90. Okay, so I suck at this game. Boom, 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 boom. Just call me the Dwayne Tan of Good Night Podcast. Why do you always go for, like, obscure shit that no one's going to figure out? All right. Well, so next up. Everyone knows of Dwayne's love of Disney. Soon to to be guessed. So uh, next up, since we're going the DJ route, let's get a question from uh, one of our earlier guests. Yeah. Daryl Koshi. (laughs) <laughs> aka d kosh our second ever guest yeah um fantastic youtuber dj just a cool guy i fucking love him okay so his question is hey nathan and john congratulations on 50 episodes Woo-hoo! anyway okay so here's my question there have been a lot of celebrity deaths recently <laughs> oh no and you know the world grieved but uh which death didn't you care too much about like oh. you felt that it was overrated and people were just talking about it for the sake of jumping on the bandwagon <laughs> which death was the one for you that was just like i don't i don't care i don't care looking forward to hear your answer oh good question <laughs> dark shit stir but good very question. dark oh okay right off the bat i'm just gonna say prince <laughs> i was actually thinking prince too i thought prince's death was okay anytime somebody dies it's tragic it's sad and of course you should always celebrate their lives but i i, I just felt like prince was pushed a little bit overboard because you suddenly see people that you know they have no idea who he is <laughs> or they or they just have like a poster or a t-shirt or they know how he looks like and that's where it stops and ends it's like um, i know he's important i know he's thing but i was just never a huge fan i just didn't listen to a lot of his shit no but see that's the thing because 
I know so many people don't really give that much shits. You mm. start seeing all these people like give eulogies and post pictures and like, oh, he was so special. What a beautiful talent. And you don't know three songs. Like name me, like sing me a chorus right now. <laughs> and I'll be the first to admit, I'm not that big of a fan. And his death didn't affect me that much. You know, it's, it was it was sad, but I, I wasn't a big enough fan to, you know, really yep. um, keel over on it. But uh, un- I, under- I Yes, yeah, but I, I, re- I recognize it was significant. Underrated celebrity death was China. No one talks about China. China only. China. That was underrated. That was underrated. She died like five hours before Prince. Yeah, China. Um, China, the WWF wrestler, the diva, ex-girlfriend of Triple H. Indeed. Yeah. Um. Actually, we got. So I I just got some news today. Apparently, a couple days ago, uh, comic book artist Darwin Cook died, mm-hmm. and I'm. I'm sure no one knows there, but he was a very... You'll know his art. He's really... His art was amazing, and he did some really good stories, and uh, he will be missed. This has been a tough year for celebrities, man. (laughs) I think the one that I'm I'm most sad about... Do you have one that you're most most sad about? For deaths? Yeah. The recent deaths. Um, The one that bummed me out quite a bit was Robin Williams. I know that was this Uh, year, but But that still bums me out. Like yeah. every once in a while on YouTube, like um, on suggested videos, I'll see like an, a Robin Williams interview, and I'll look at that and I'll just be like, "Fuck, we don't have him anymore." Mm. You know? Yeah, that one's pretty tough like, uh, for me. Of of all the recent ones for me, it's gotta be Alan Rickman. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty significant. But for me, like, still Robin Williams, just because like I grew up with the guy. You know, that's true. He's like he's, he's like a genie, man. Like him passing away is equivalent or maybe more tragic as, as like Tom Hanks passing away you know oh, don't even like people that joke about such a thing exactly like people that you've grown up with like watching in movies and TV like they're part of you you yeah. know I, I truly believe that you know when you grow up watching like certain movies TV shows listening certain to certain music like that's why art is so important like they contribute to your <laughs> your fucking like personality this is, this is how some people think about Prince yeah, we just shout a little probably, bit probably. I'm sorry. I know you guys are out there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get to the next one, John. How about you pick the next name? Uh, let's go with. Uh, let's see what old. Let's go with the musicians now. What does Lyndon have to say? What does that old ringer have to say? Ringer shouldn't have said that. I was a bit racist. Okay, from Lyndon Fernell, aka Lyndon Charles. This is gonna be very loud. I feel. Okay. Nope. Here's my question slash request. Would you Uh-oh. and John please recreate the Kanye kissing Kanye <laughs> iconic image and upload it to the Good Hang podcast. What is I think this? that would be fucking awesome. What is this? What the fuck is he talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. There's a- I'm also I'm also not surprised that he sent something like that because I didn't expect. Like I thought he was just gonna go like Lyndon Lyndon But no, he just wants us to make out. There's yeah, that's what he wants. But he <laughs> but the Kanye kissing Kanye, it's a picture of him kissing Kim Kardashian with people photoshopped to him kissing himself. <laughs> uh, I mean I <laughs> Okay, well, how about this? Just for you, Lyndon, um, we will upload it on Twitter and the show notes. So, guys, you have that to look forward to. Great. Yes. Have fun photoshopping that. Um, Yay. Lyndon Fernell, one of the few men I've ever kissed in my life. Oh. What was the context? Uh, We were roommates, and we thought, hey, I haven't kissed a man before. Quick peck on the lips. Is that real? Yeah, because, like, we were in acting school at the time, and we were, like, we were talking about, like, hey, if we ever had to be, if we're cast as gay, like, would you have a problem kissing a guy? I was like, I guess I wouldn't. I guess, and I know I for sure I wouldn't, but I, it's it's like weird. I so we're like, let's just get out of the way, just do it. And we're like, and we're like okay, no, nah. 
Very mature of you. And I fucked my girlfriend right after that. I was <laughs> so turned on. I've never kissed a man. I was like, you should try it. Yeah. Not with me. The, 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 the occasion way. hasn't really, like, been brought... Like, I don't know. Like, I've just, I've never seen... Like, stealing a bit from the movie CK, CK, I've never seen, like, a pair of man lips that sure. I want to kiss. Fair. You know? Um, yeah. Also, like, I feel like it's, just be, it's so messy of stubble and, yeah, yeah. like, fucking everything. Yeah. Eh, there's... Yeah. But like I said, it was more like, just to say we did it. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. I respect that. I respect that. And also, that. there was, like, no tongue. and There was no touching. No tongue? Yeah, so I guess it wasn't a proper kiss. What a cop-out. All right, next yeah. up on the list, we have a question from Christopher Kwong, the <gasps> demon wizard man. Magic. What if, like, his, his question is, like... A magic thing and then it makes our computers <laughs> be, turn off that would be crazy yeah like, by the way the thing the website you're looking at right now is this what <laughs> oh wait no he didn't send me anything <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> my bad no he replied me but he forgot to send something back <laughs> never mind i'm sorry about that next up we have andrew mark ong who was the guest on last week's episode and he asks us Okay, so my question is, uh, in the background. how is, is much wood would a woodchuck chuck no. if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Yeah, that's like question number one. Pause. Um, you pause. Question number two. My okay. question number one is, what the fuck is going on in the background there, it's, Andrew? It's either porn or an ambulance. Yeah, at first I thought I heard a chicken, <laughs> a rooster, <laughs> then it sounds like someone dying, then it sounds like porn. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck? Is, wood? is a woodchuck really? A I don't thing? know. I've. I, I think a woodchuck is a thing, but I don't think it actually chucks wood. Thus, the, the hypothetical question: like, if a woodchuck could chuck wood, and I've never thought about it too before. But like, when it, in the verb in that sense is chuck, right? Yeah. Do they mean throw? Um, I think how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck? Chuck means to throw something. You chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You chuck. Something. But I always saw it as like chop. I yeah, I always thought it was like like chomping, yeah, like yeah. chewing. But now that I finally thank you, Ma- Andrew Marco, that I've actually stopped to think about it. Like chucking, they meant like how much wood would how much wood would this small mammal throw? But I feel oh, it's a woodchuck an animal. Yeah, what do you think it was? Oh, I thought it was like a like a nutcracker or something. <laughs> like you know, like like a thing. No, but, woodchuck is another name for a groundhog. Oh, see, I always thought it was like a, a nutcracker, like some kind of appliance. Because then the deeper question would be how much woodchucks wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck woodchuck wood? Well, how much the the wood? Okay, the wood the the woodchuck chuck. How much wood would that woodchuck chuck? Yes. No, they're saying how much how much. The basically the question is how like how far or how many pieces of wood would a groundhog throw? Yeah, also, I, it depends. I, I'm, I'm only now just finding out that a woodchuck is an animal. Fuck, so, man, I'm blowing so your mind. My mind so is a little bit blown right Too now. many variables in this question. Like, um, how strong is the woodchuck? What what are the how big are the pieces of wood? And had the woodchuck slept much that day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so in other words, fuck you. <laughs> Second question Second from question. Andrew. What is the meaning of life? Question number three. Okay. Let's stop there for a bit. God, this is like some real stoner questions. <laughs> <laughs> what is the meaning of life? John? Uh, um, I don't know. Do you divert to 42? Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Still haven't read that, but that's book I think is next to be read. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm. That's where it's from, right? It's a good movie. 
<laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Good movie. Uh, how, what is the meaning of life? Um, uh, I will say the meaning of my life is to uh, entertain and to soothe people and to make people think and have a less boredom before they die. I think that's the meaning of my life. That's a good meaning. Um, I get my meaning of life from a song. Uh, do you know the song Nature Boy by Nat King Cole? Nope. Well, the ta- the ending tag of that song has always been kind of like, when I heard it, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's life. And that's what life should be. Um, the line is, uh, oh, fuck. I can't uh, the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just, is to, just love. to love and to be loved in return. That's Mullen Rogue. Yeah, man. As well. Yeah. The I think greatest thing. That's Nature Boy. That's the song Nature Boy. So, huh. dum, dum. there was a boy. Dum, dum. The very we can be heroes. Yes. Um, but forever and ever. <laughs> but yeah, I always thought that was like a cool thing to live by, you know? Like, to love people and be loved in return. I think, like, yes, the pursuit of art and the pursuit of like provoking thought and like, um, uh, being there for somebody emotionally in terms of with your art. I think that's a very noble cause. But like, I think what a lot of artists will feel sometimes is that no matter how hard you kind of hit that, you will be left so empty if that art equates to you pushing people away. And I feel like that can that's happen true. a lot. That's true. I and also, that can happen I, I feel like my answer is also very like cerebral. But yeah, that's a pretty good answer too yeah. is like spreading love. Yeah. And getting it back, if you could, that would be great, too. Don't you think that it happens a lot, though? Like, in the pursuit of art, sometimes you forego your own personal well-being. Well, it's like, what are people choosing to love? The, their people or their art, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you, you have the Amy Winehouses and the Kurt Cobains of the world, where, like, they're, they're very dedicated to their art, but at the same time, they're also, like, they don't care enough about themselves to be able That's to true. check themselves. That's true. That's you know? true. Before they wreck themselves. They give too much. Sometimes they just... So in yeah. other words, if you make it past 27, you're good. I'm good. So yeah. you got a couple more years. Alright, so question three. I'm scared. Andrew, come on. Pick this up. If a picture paints a thousand words, then why can't I paint you? Question number four. Can I skip that? How many questions does he ask? Where do we all come from? Vaginas? Dun, dun, dun. What the fuck is going on? Thank you very much. Okay, so Andrew, Thank you need you very to, much. You need to stop drinking. Um, you need to put the bottle down, Andrew. Um, and 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 only then will you be able to find out the answer to all these questions. Indeed. <laughs> um, see, this is what happens when you don't give people guidelines. I guess what, so. I literally told them. Whatever you want. It can be a proper question. It could be random shit. It could be noises. Just send me some things to play on the show. Hey, man. D with these were good. D was good. I regret, so I regret slightly. I regret this amazing. No, come on. We'll turn it around. Yes. Uh, 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 you a have picture. a question from... Uh, words. You have a quick question from a uh, friend of the show, Jeremiah Isaac. We're not even going to try to answer Marco's second crazy stoner questions. Okay, let's see what Jer has to say. Yo, what up to my good hang brothers from another mother? It's your boy, Jeremiah. So, right, so here's my question. Very black. Assuming either Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton <laughs> becomes the next president of the United States, what do you think would be more detrimental to the existence of humanity? One of them being elected or the eventual downfall of our climate or climate change yeah let me know hold on he has oh, another. Yeah. and bernie 2016 <laughs> it's too late bro 
So what is worse? What either Hillary or Donald Trump becoming president or the environment exploding? Is that basically his question? I want Trump to win. Why? I mean, yes, me too, but why? It's going to be so good, man. <laughs> it's going to be so good. But it's like that It's like that Louis C.K. <laughs> letter. He's like, it's going to be funny for a while, but then yeah, it's not yeah, going to yeah. be funny after that. I don't know. I, I truly believe that he cannot possibly affect real change. Not the way the government is set up and not the way that he's just kind of a little bit of... of he's not quite there, you know? Yeah. I feel like... It's not a dictatorship. If it was a dictatorship, I'd be scared. Here's the problem. Um, it, yeah, there was a today. Uh, no, no. It was explain like I five. Explain like I'm five. I read on Reddit today. Yeah. The question was, um, if I don't like either of these candidates, why should I vote at all? Yeah. And the top voted answer was because whoever is president is going to fill this Supreme Court seat, mm. which has been conservative for like 50 years. Yeah. And if we can swing it towards liberal, then with all the stuff that's coming in the future, internet neutrality, fucking privacy, yeah. LG, more LGBT mm-hmm. stuff that could really dictate the course of America and the world for years to come. Yeah. <sighs> but it's not looking good, man. I'm not, it looks like, I mean, for, uh, Donald Trump is definitely the Republican nominee. He is. For all Everyone else has pur- dropped out. Yeah. For yeah. all intents and purposes, Bernie is not going to, catch up to hillary so that's fucked um and even then it's like ugh, hillary as a president's like a weird idea i don't know um yeah interesting time for america i just i'm just curious i'm, I'm in full-on joker mode i just want to watch, the world, watch burn. the world burn yeah man like i just, I just want to scratch that itch i'm so curious because like you have to admit that what trump has done to the electoral process has been like it's unprecedented. The amount of press, the amount of pop culture. Like, this is a story that we'll tell our kids. Oh, you know, I know it's not our country or anything, it's but not, in, in terms it's of... Thing, it's not a story we're going to tell our kids. The history books are going to tell it, too. Exactly. It's, 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 it, we're living Crazy. in the time. Isn't it so exciting? Like, yeah, but I would rather be able to... I'd rather tell my kids, man, I lived through the eight years of the first black president of America, and it was great. Like, and then I, his successor was... A- fucking moron wouldn't it be so cool though because like, you know how like sometimes your grandpa tells you stories of the war or like someone <laughs> old tells you stories of like, like oh my my father died in the holocaust or something like that we'll have that story to tell like oh we lived through we lived through a trump terrible terrible dictatorship oh god we'll um, see we'll see yeah but i mean the philippines already elected a fucking oh yes gangsta. that's that was fun to watch as well isn't Tour it day. that's gonna be messed up Hey man, just Singapore climbing up and up. It's gonna be messed What's up. What's up? Um, but my thoughts on climate change. I think a lot of people look at it the wrong way. You need to look at it like Wally, the movie Wally. Yeah. How a lot of people are approaching it is like, oh, the Earth is dying. We need to save it. And yes, that is not incorrect. But you need to realize that the Earth will be here long after we're gone. You okay. Know? Like, where the hell are you going with this? I want to see what you have to say to defend well, climate change. Okay, no, no, it's, it's it's just that climate. It's not that it's not real. It's happening. Yeah, yeah we yeah. know it's happening. But the thing is, when it gets to the point that the Earth can no longer sustain us, and we all die, we'll all be dead, and the Earth will be fine. You, you know what I'm saying? So what we have to do is protect ourselves. Just for you know, put in yeah, the effort to protect the Earth and all that shit. I don't, but like, yeah. for the most part. We're doing irreversible damage for our own lifespans yeah, and dude, our children's that, lifespans. I think that's what they mean. I don't think they literally mean the Earth. I no, think no, they mean yeah. the humans on the Earth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but the Earth will be fine long after we're gone. It will rejuvenate. It's fucking life-giving. And it will breed life like 
by itself okay. like you know it's like when you see those like post-apocalyptic movies when things yeah. are left untouched you know it, it's beautiful yeah, but i still think when people say that we're destroying the earth they mean the human's ability to live on the yeah, earth. yeah i'm just i'm just saying that people are like they think about it the wrong way so many times where it's like um we can um somehow have things be the way they were back in like the 1600s or something you know where everything's plentiful and bountiful no like we fucked it up pretty bad so far yeah. you know the best we can do is to just not fuck it up more and realize that like the future generations can't make the same mistake yeah but also i think if we we have to do we have to be extreme but we actually can uh reverse carbon carbon uh emission problems according that's what that's what fucking elon musk says and elon i trust by yeah, tesla yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway I, I just i just i've just always found it interesting that like the earth will be fine you know Yep, we're we're the dicks that are fucking it up. I mean, every like, generation has a stupid story to tell. Like our par- I mean, I don't think it's us anymore. I think it's our parents' generation fucked up the environment. The generation before them was the golden generation. They fought in World War Two, whatever. And then before you go back, then there's people who like had slavery and yeah. were racist and like people like yeah. Well, we have Trump. So we have we have Trump. That's have our Trump. thing. Like Trump was born out of us. I think we're we're our journeys could look on, back on, and we're the ones that are like are like too dependent on computers. I think that's going to be our legacy, our no. negative legacy. But like I've heard so many things where people say that Trump was born out of our society, where it's that like makes sense. the the last decade has been so politically correct and so nitpicky on like what words you can say, what you can't say. And like society as a whole has just been very, um, very PC. That's the word that's been going around. And the theory, the the theory going around, well, hear me out. Okay. The theory going around is that Donald Trump's rise is a backlash. You know how everything is cyclical. Uh Like every action will have a reaction. Yeah. And Donald Trump is basically the reaction to the world oftentimes taking PC too far. Because, you know, you always see people like yeah, getting I I, open I, inverted commas outraged about really stupid shit. Yeah, I know? think that's... I, th- I honestly think this the, the PCification of the world is, is like kind of your thing and, and Adam Carolla's thing. Like, I think that's your guys' thing. Whereas I, I don't really see... I mean, I see it as a thing, but I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, I don't get how, like, people saying Native Americans instead of Indian gave to the rise of Trump. Can you, like, draw me a line? No, I mean, that's a very specific example. Yeah. I'm just saying as a whole, you know, there's been so much, like people have been walking around eggshells on almost everything because because of the internet, everyone has a voice and we've spoken about this before yeah. about how like every time something comes up, whether it's a beautiful story or a heart wrenching tale or tragedy or whatever, there's just so much like, like policing within just like friends or like uh schools or whatever like basically Mm -hmm. people just kind of like biting at each other on the internet and it's so like oh you can't say this and you can't say that about that and you can't say this about that and like oh that's wrong as well you can't use that word you can't do this you can't do that and a lot of people are 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 saying that like trump's rise is a backlash for this like trump is basically the anti-thesis to everything that is pc he says whatever the fuck he wants he rarely ever fact checks he doesn't care what words are okay and not okay to say mm-hmm. he 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 shoots off a lot he's a loose cannon i'm interested to read some articles about that because i just i don't i I, just, I disagree with the premise i think because of the internet people can say, are saying are saying whatever the fuck they want i just think and are being completely un pc no because but, they can because they have but like anonymity. no but it's always seen as it's always very demonized and mm-hmm. you know 
that's arguable rightfully so sometimes not sometimes not so much but it's always <coughs> demonized and there's always some kind of backlash to it so when you have someone in that position you know he has power he has money and now he can say whatever he want and like he has a platform to do People so find that appealing they find it empowering almost mm. because it's like here's a guy that's saying everything that we want to say but like everyone's telling us that we can't say these things you know that, that you know it's not pc that it's not right and that you can't use these words and yet we have like a figurehead almost you know that's like like I said, we, no, we can live vicariously through it well, I'm, I, I'm just trying to rationalize i get that i, I, I agree happening. you're saying but i would love to read those articles you're talking about because that sounds that doesn't seem right to me but anyway it, it follows a certain logic you yeah, know? I, I, I just yeah. want to read them I just yeah. want to read these articles that they sound like ridiculousness okay, okay. Uh, what else you got <laughs> next up I have a question uh, from Benjamin Kier first ever guest first ever guest man here is his question hello Nathan and John you guys are both on a ship when it suddenly crashes into an iceberg make that sound again that's right Sandra uh, now you guys find yourself shipwrecked on an island with only one chicken and you guys have to mutt wrestle for this chicken for food and sustenance. Who wins? Ah. I think the chicken wins. I mean, let's face it. Sandra was in that too, so I guess that counts as, you know. That's her contribution to <laughs> Sandra's question. So the question was if we are stuck on an island and uh, there was only one chicken to procure and we have to mutt wrestle for it. Who would win? The so I, I guess the core, win. the core question, and I genuinely, I've, I'm genuinely curious. Is who would win in a mud wrestling match between you and me? Just who would win a fight straight up? I would whoop your ass. I am so curious because, like, you never know how someone is going to perform in a fight. Like that's why I it that always fascinates me so that much. Is true. Because like you might think that you are gonna, you know, I'm gonna punch him and do this and that and that. Then the moment you get into one, you freeze up and you go, I don't know what to do with myself. Nah, I'm just scrappy. I have a unerring desire to win, especially if it's yeah. for food. But I still think that fucking chicken gets away. You see how hard it is to catch a chicken. You watch Creed and yeah. and you know yeah, Rocky. Yeah. yeah. Also, but, if we, but get I'm hit- assuming I'm assuming in this scenario that he's presented to us, the chicken is for the taking. What, I guess so. what is in question here is so um, their ability to win in the mud m- wrestling, mud supremacy. Yeah. I th- I feel like, well, well, okay. The match has started, one on one. We're opposite each other in a mud pit. What's your first move? I'm gonna kick you in the nuts. That's your first move, dude. Like the, I, you, un. No, I guess I would grapple first and then punch you in the nuts. Okay, so but just if, saying, man. Strategy wise, you would have already lost because my first move, sling mud in your face, distract you, then get the nuts. Nah, I'd still, I'd block it. Nah. I would see you throwing the mud. I'd be like, that's an obvious move. And you'd, like, uh, <laughs> you'd be surprised, like how much, like because it'll ever, take you a while to get down in the mud. Have, already, you ever, have you ever been in pool fights? Sure. Same concept, man. Except, except blind the, them. Well, the water's easier because it's like it goes up to your chest, and you're just like that. You're just doing these things. But like, if it's mud, it's like it's at the bottom. Have you ever seen, been to a mud wrestling match? I've been to. I've seen one happen too. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty sexy. Uh, and then yeah, I would take you. All right, guys, in a future episode... Episode 100. <laughs> but, like, for real, though, like, one day I do want to, like, spar with you and just, okay. like, kind of... I just want to fight. Fuck, I'm so, like... Let's do it. I just I just need to get it on my system. Three-time gold medal winning <laughs> in Taekwondo yellow belt. And you haven't done it in a decade or so. Yeah, it doesn't leave. <laughs> it's still on my resume. It's like a bicycle, you know? Yeah. You can always go back to the flips the and throws. Bath. All right, man. Look, you, so you guys have that to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, also, if we hit an iceberg, what kind of island are we on? Mm. What like we'd be in Greenland, I guess. Like, what is the, what are the islands that are anywhere near there's icebergs? What are deserted islands with icebergs and um, mud and chickens? I feel like mud and ice don't. I feel like no. I feel like the chickens with us. 
Oh, did she on the ship. Us? Okay, okay. Then we hit an iceberg. Mm. That's why we the chicken doesn't get away because it's in a cage. Why were we um, traveling by sea with a chicken? Um, were we trying to tra- test? Oh, because you can't fly in a plane with a chicken. Uh, just, well, I mean, you could, but you would. They put them in storage. No, no, no. I'd rather... I mean, you'd, you'd be surprised. Like nowadays, they do a lot of things with emotional support animals. That is true. That yeah. is true. But I still feel like I recently saw a picture. Animal. I recently saw a picture on Twitter of an emotional support turkey. Huh. That's a real thing that happened on the internet. Because um, I know it's in in US and parts of UK, domestic flights allow. Um, like support animals, most commonly seeing eye dogs, but sometimes they also have like stroke awareness dogs and like yeah. um, the diabetic things and just kind of emotional support because people get stressed out flying. And I have seen images of like t- emotional support turkeys. I'm, I'm googling. Can you bring a live chicken on a plane? <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. There's Yahoo answers. If I brought a live chicken in China, could I bring him back to the states? Only if it's a good layer and will provide... That's a joke answer. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Gotta love Yahoo Pretty answers. sure you can't. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can't. But Pet I, birds and air travel. Here we go. Can you be, like, can you be like a hawk or a bald eagle? Yeah, this is, this is about uh, senior traveling. Let's see here. Senior travel at dotabout.com. You've probably seen a fellow traveler bring a small dog or a cat onto an airplane, but can you do the same with a bird? Each airline has specific birds which you can carry on. Wow. I guess that's why they allow turkeys. I guess so. Are turkeys supposed to be smart? I don't think so. Because you know, you know how, like, I know, I know you know how some, you know how some birds are like surprisingly scary smart, like crows. Like, okay, there has been studies on crows where, um, and I, I just, don't know how I know this, but it's just kind of a thing in my head. Yeah. But there have been Same studies. Quiz night. <laughs> they have a thing. They've uh, done studies on crows where crows can remember faces and they can mm. memorize faces and people that could have might have done them wrong. Interesting. So, for example, say you knocked over a crow's nest, or like, oh, like, um, oh, there's a crow's nest in my tree, and then you knock it off, and the crow happens to see it. He'll remember your face. So three days later, when you walk out to your car or something, it could attack you and like shit on you. No, it will attack you. That's crows crazy. are crows can get vicious. pretty vicious. And okay, like okay, wait, it I, blew my mind when I found out that crows can remember our fucking faces. That's crazy. I got an answer here. So, uh, Hawaiian Airlines, for example, says that your bird must be quote harmless, inoffensive, odorless, and not require attention during the flight. Most airlines that accept pet birds will not allow you to bring chickens or other poultry. Only pet birds such as finches or parakeets. So that's why we have to take a ship because we are flying Wilbur, or we're taking Wilbur. I guess from England to America, <laughs> because nowhere in Asia would there be like I guess what we fly along Russia. But still, I mean, icebergs are far, far north. I've never seen an iceberg in person. Me neither. How? No, yes, I have. Oh no, I've seen a glacier. What's the difference? I think an iceberg is a piece of a glacier. Is the glacier like the tip, and then the iceberg is the whole thing? No, no, no. I think a glacier is like a big, solid, massive ice, uh-huh. and when little things break off from that, that's an iceberg. Oh, so Glacier's the big one. Yeah, Glacier's the big one. For some reason, I always thought it was the other way around. Really? Because Glacier just sounds smaller. Glacier sounds more petite and very elegant, whereas an iceberg is like a berg, like an ice, a berg. Huh. No, no, I'm pretty sure that's right. I suddenly want ice cream. I've just been hungry this whole episode. Ever since we we spoke about that fucking pasta... It's been killing me, man. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely, like, I'm You need some vongole up in you. I need some vongole. All right, we got a couple more questions to get to. Yeah. Shall um, we do that? Do we? And then, yeah, we'll get you some food. Why don't you bust open that Twix or whatever? 
Oh, we don't have any more questions. We're done. Oh, well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> Chris didn't send us anything yet because I, I guess he was busy today. But yeah. There you have it. <laughs> Those are the quest questions that we, they had for us. Wow. Man. Episode 50. I'm tired. Me too. <laughs> I will I say this though. I, I feel don't like know how else to put this. If I've seen low energy today, guys. It's because there's not a lot of energy left in me. Me too. I'm still like semi jet lagged. I'm blah blah blah. But look, it's been an awesome 50 episodes. I think this these past couple episodes have been scattered and uh, across the board. But I think we're gonna be right back into it, right in the saddle from 51 all the way till whenever. Focused. Yep. With things and special events and me fighting john at some point some point <laughs> come on you guys i would fucking totally take nathan i'm so curious man because like I, I i don't know if i'm a scrappy fighter but man i'm a dirty fighter i'm scrappy and i'm technical that's my thing uh dude my, my from the age of like six to like 12 my body was a honed killing machine of taekwondo i feel like i just have so much more speed on you and strength. I'm just accurate. I'd <laughs> there were you, guns. You, you would do like the, the, the kung fu pinpoint thing, like the pressure points. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 bam, 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 I'm mantis. I'm running, running, I would just be like, I close my eyes. <laughs> mantis strength. <laughs> you know, that shit's real. Like, there's people on Earth that can do that shit. Like, they can look do at you. Shit. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The, the mantis technique, where they look at you and they can find pressure points and just go like, bam, touch you here, touch you there, touch you there, and your arm's numb, your leg's numb, your neck can't move. I like, want that person to give me a massage. Those are, I mean, I feel like those are just nerve clusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's like an yeah, acupuncture yeah. kind of technique, but it takes years and decades and like basically like a full century of mastering Kung the Fu human mastery. body. Because I'm guessing everybody's slightly different, so mm. you guys got to be able to identify the pinpoints, the pressure points. That's what they call it. Pressure points. Did you watch Kung Fu Panda three? I have not seen the third in the. Kung what about Fu the Panda second? Or the second? What was the last one? Three or four? Last one that came out. The one that just came out was three. I haven't seen three, and I. Is there a four? Was there a four? I skipped past... Which one's the one of Brian Cranston? That's three, right? That's the newest one. I think that's three. Okay, yeah. Then I haven't seen three. And I just kind of saw the first bit of two. Mm. I saw it on the plane. Pretty fun. Pretty fun movie. (laughs) But it's so funny. It's just... I feel like Seth Rogen and like Jackie Chan... Like, and David Cross all did their work in, like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing about Kung Fu Panda that I always got bothered by was that I would much rather see this cast in a proper movie... Like, mm. dude, if you put Seth Rogen and Jackie Chan in the same movie, and Jack Black in the same movie, I would throw money at the poster. <laughs> I don't know if I've brought this up in the show before, but I'm a sucker for Jackie Chan. Like, I know he's made some really shit movies, but I still think they're amazing. Like, if they have, yep. tw- if they have, like, okay, any movie of Jackie Chan, just, like, bump it up by 40 points for me. So if it was like a 20% movie, yeah, I'll give it a 60. And if it's a 60%, it's perfect. Like to me, Shanghai Nights, Shanghai Noon, Rush Hour, one to three, perfect movies. I would not change a thing about them. They're all amazing. I would make them less bad. Ah, dude. (laughs) I mean, I can't say you're wrong because it's art, but you're so wrong. Jackie Chan is magic. He's great. He's he's truly is a a a national treasure to whatever country belongs to. Yeah, China. Um, Or Hong Kong. China. Is he Hong Kong? China. I think he's Hong Kong. I have no idea. Uh, well, he made his, his livelihood in the Hong Kong movie business. But I uh, hear, guys, in the show notes, if you haven't seen it yet, Every Frame of Painting, Jackie Chan, How Does to Do Action, action comedy. comedy. Brilliant. Brilliant video. Brilliant essay. And, like, basically, uh, you can watch the highlights of Jackie Chan's career while a smart person like, tells you about it. 
even before that, I, I saw that video. Like it was just a, I think I think I tie it back to family because mm. my parents um, also like Jackie Chan movies, and we can't watch that many movies together because a lot of the movies I watch they either fall asleep at or they don't understand <laughs> because um, they just don't care that much. But like whenever a new Jackie Chan films out, hey man, film night, we're watching it. So I think that kind of plays into it as well. That's cool. Yeah, but. I'm a sucker for it. That's why it kind of breaks my heart that he's doing that movie of Johnny Knoxville instead of Rush Hour 4. Oh, what the fuck is that? What he's doing another, He's doing like another buddy cop movie, but with Johnny, no- Johnny Knoxville, Knoxville instead Jesus. of Chris Tucker, which breaks my heart. Well, I mean, the, I mean, the fucking, like, I don't know. I feel like Rush Hour 1 was brilliant. Rush Hour 2, I barely remember. And then there's a Rush Hour 3? There's a Rush Hour 3. Ugh. There's a Rush Hour 3. See, I did not think our 50th, our 50th episode was going to close with Jackie Chan talk. When when would we ever plan that though? <laughs> episode sixty nine. Ooh, I can't wait for episode sixty nine. My brother. Like on episode sixty nine, can we just have like a, a, a dick joke counter? Or and and, and 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 let's find a porn star to interview. Oh, are there sixty nines for a living? I'm trying to think. There actually is a Singaporean porn star. What's her name? The one that got into the huge orgy. I don't know, but let's find her. Annabelle her? Chong. Annabelle Chong. Um, I don't know if she lives here, but she's pretty infamous because she did like a huge orgy pornogra- pornographic tape. Let's reach out to her people. With a lot of people. With a lot of people. They, um, Chuck, Chuck Palahniuk. Palahniuk? Uh, the, the author of... Fight Club. And, yeah, and he wrote a book ba- loosely based on her story called... Uh, on Snuff. her? Snuff. Oh, that's about her? Ish. It's loosely based on her story. She became famous after starring in an adult film that was promoted at the world's biggest gangbang. World's biggest gangbang. It was released commercially. <laughs> yeah, man. Does she live in Singapore? Because I have no idea. Uh, I guess not. Not sure. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I'll talk to my people and see if I can get <laughs> we'll ex- ex- porn star Annabelle Chong for episode 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, wow, man. That'll be a strange pitch. She's going to think that like I'm propositioning her. Like good thing also kind of yeah. Like a see, porn like I, title. Ca- I cannot think of like a clean like a, a way of typing out this email that would seem clean. Like, hey there, Miss Ch- Mrs. Miss Madam Chong, would Man, you like Ch- to appear on episode sixty nine of the Good Hang podcast with me and my friend John? Because that to me sounds like a threesome. I mean, you know, depends it, on what she. But technically, that would be a six hundred ninety six. <laughs> yeah, or nine hundred sixty nine. Depends on how we do it, right? What happens? Or it could be a six hundred sixty nine. Be like a upside down four. I feel like a six hundred sixty nine would be fairly comfortable. Or an H. Yes, it would be an H. So puzzle pieces that fit together sideways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you so much for being with us this entire time. Fifty episodes. I, man, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Like, 50 episodes? That's not true. I've I've listened to hundreds of episodes of podcasters. But, guys, thank you very much for sticking with us, for telling a friend, for leaving reviews. If you feel like doing that now, go do it. And again, just for listening. Just being a good fucking hang, man. Yeah. Being a good fucking hang. That's what this is about. Here, 50 episodes will admit it. Good hang is about you. You're the good hang. You. That's right. You. It's been you the whole time. Becky, and you, Barnabas, and all of you from in this in the supermarket 
I'm hoping one day they play this in supermarkets. Right, 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 yeah, right. I'm, right, I'm, like, I'm like, like walking down the line. Forward thinking, you know. It's cool. Forward thinking. Hopefully one day like this is deemed as like G-rated content, you <laughs> yeah. know, in like 50 years. And then they start playing this in supermarkets. It's like Michael Buble and then it's us. Exactly. It's like a three-minute Michael Buble song yeah. and then a one-and-a-half-hour episode of Good Hang. I genuinely think the earth is going <laughs> in that direction where like in 20 years, the shit our kids are going to watch will blow our minds. That, like, this can be on TV? Yeah. Like, now, like I can imagine like if my dad were to watch like the Anaconda music video mm. right now and see that it's playing on like public <laughs> TV, like you can see it in like billboards and gyms and shit. Like my mind would be blown. Yep. I can only imagine what we'll see in like 20 years. Like, just, what's, like, just like, like, what's this? Is this a cooking show? Why is that chef having full penetrative sex with that hooker? Yeah. And then you just, it's just like a, Full wide screen of like an asshole opening and closing with like, <laughs> like a taint right there. I feel like that's just going to be like, that's going to be G-rated in 20 years. There's a song, the, the assholes singing a song. Yeah. All the Jim Carrey. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been an amazing 50 episodes. Here's to 50 more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 50 more. I think we'll get there. Yeah. I believe we'll get there. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>